Welcome to the JT The Brick Show. You know, when you put the silver and black uniform on, you get such a surge of energy. It's time for the JT The Brick Show. And a lot of football players around the country that want to wear that silver and black. JT The Brick. When you talk about the Raiders, everyone knows you talk about the Raiders. On Raider Nation Radio 920 AM, here's your host, JT The Brick. Uh, Out of the gate, JT with you on a monumental day here in Vegas. Whoa, it's a big one. We got a big show lined up to you, brought to you by P.T.'s, the best happy hour in town. Oh, it's a big night for P.T.'s, early start in Montreal. Vegas Golden Knights, a proud partner of P.T.'s, P.T.'s 64-plus locations, uh, same owners as the Strat, formerly the Stratosphere, Arizona Charlies. Going to be unbelievable tonight because it's an elimination game, an elimination game, and here we go. How's everybody feeling? You know, when they came to me, and they were nice enough to come to me in the building and said, we're going to launch Raider Nation Radio, and we want to start it with you. And I said, absolutely. When do you want to be on? I go, I do the show at night. That's a bigger show for me. I got to get a little rest. How about noon? Fine. You want to do 10? You want to do, no, I'll do noon. Noon works well with me. But I left the hockey side of the building, and I came over to what would be at the time the football side of the building. And now I'm thrilled. I love Raider Nation Radio. How could I not? Coming up on my 23rd year with the team. But I want to get the hockey going because I host a sports talk show. And we talk more than just the Raiders. We talk more than just the Knights. We'll talk UNLV when they're relevant. We'll talk rugby. We're talking to John Sassenti today, the, the executive chairman of the Las Vegas Bowl. I mean, we do a sports talk show here that's based on Las Vegas. And that was always a great thing for me. When I left Fox after 17 and a half years, I'm in Vegas. And my boss said, what do, you, what, what do you want to do? I said, I want to do a local radio show on top of my national show that I can have a lot of good partners and advertisers and people that we can do business with and do the type of show that we wanted. And we've accomplished that. And what I'm most happy about is that the Raiders put the radio show on the Raider app. So they put it up there on their app where millions of people have it downloaded. So I don't know how many people uh, listen a day, but they tell me it's a nice number. And I know that this show can be heard nationally by my dad right now because I bought my dad an Alexa. And my dad in Massapequa, Long Island, at 3 o'clock noon Pacific our time, goes up to Alexa and says, play Raider Nation Radio. And the show shows up in New York. I love that technology here. So we got everything covered. But what I want to do in my dream, always in this market, was because I was back here. I started here in 1996, and then I left. And when I finally came back in 2009 full time, you know, I wanted to do national radio in Vegas, but we didn't have any pro teams. So I said, "The hell with that! I'm not going to talk UNLV. UNLV. You know how many days there's nothing to talk about with UNLV and they stink? I can't make a career doing that. I can't bring in any advertisers. Who's going to want to hear that? So finally." The Golden Knights are born. I said, oh, that's cool. I'm going to give up the Islanders when they announce the team. I'm going to become a Golden Knights fan. And I did it, and I cut the cord. How's that working out? The Islanders are in game seven. And I went all in on the Vegas Golden Knights. So we had meetings with the Golden Knights. I met with their staff. And I said, hey, I want to build this radio show, and I want to do a lot of Golden Knights. And we did that on that side of the building. They came in and they gave me a big gift and signage in the studio. And they started getting me the coach and the players, and it was great. 
Boom. Then we moved to Raider Nation Radio, and I said, oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to let, I don't want to leave the Knights. I want to do both. And the Raiders are like, yeah, you can do whatever you want. We trust you to do the best show that you can do every day. And when we're, we're not talking Raiders because the Raiders are all on vacation for the next two weeks, go balls out. And that's what we're doing today. We're going balls out for the hour on the Golden Knights. I kind of got a Lollapalooza show today. It's all over the place. Hall of Fame legendary boxing promoter Bob Arum, who goes back to Muhammad Ali, Hagler Hearns. The fights are this Saturday night at Virgin. He's going to join us at 1.30. The queen of the Raider Nation, Steph McKenzie, all things Vegas. The Raiders, Carl Nassib coming out gay. First gay football player on a roster. Steph will be here because she talked about it on her show. And then John Sassenti, my longtime friend, who's the head of the Las Vegas Bowl. And he's got a lot of cool stuff happening. So I said I tweeted it out. I'm going to clear this hour out. I'm going to clear it out for Vegas Golden Knight fans. And let's see what happens. Hopefully we get a couple of calls. I'm going to go balls out. I'm going to try to get this team a victory. Because I'm very good every day at pretending that I matter. I wake up in the morning and I write goals down. I try to accomplish things. I don't read my radio show off of Twitter. I don't count on Twitter to give me topics. This is all in my head, baby. And I'm damn nervous today that the Golden Knights could be eliminated from postseason play. And it's going to have a big effect on everybody in this city if they get eliminated because we're going to lose two more weeks of hockey at the highest level, the Stanley Cup. We all know that Vegas is better than Montreal. They are. If they played four or five series of seven games, Vegas would win. But we can't do that now. We have to trust that Vegas can win game six on the road. So as I open up the show today, I'd like to know how confident are you? Because I don't think the city's very confident. Because you have members of the media who are very scared and they troll the team. You got other people that are just, they're just confused and they're not very confident. I'm just the opposite. I like to pretend and get very confident and think we can win. We as the city of Vegas. Now, again, as I said, we got listeners who are listening in the Bay Area who are Shark fans. L.A. who are King fans. New York who are Ranger or Islander fans. But there should be a couple of Golden Knight fans that listen to me every day at noon, the show of record here in town, and can come in and fire off a Golden Knight call and tell me how they're going to win this game. It's a massive game in the history of Vegas athletics, period. Because it's a pro team, and they could win the cup, and I don't know how many chances they're going to have after this. Because if this team doesn't win with all of the resources and assets that Bill Foley put into it, I'm not saying he's going to break up the team. It's just the opposite. Bill Foley will want to win. But you're going to start looking at some big contracts like Petrangelo, Pacioretty, Stone, and looking around at guys whose contracts are coming up, and this team is going to look vastly different. It could be, and it might already be the last game Marc-Andre Fleury ever played because Robin Leonard reportedly will get the start tonight. And if Robin Leonard doesn't win – It could be the last time Marc-Andre Fleury has ever dressed in a Golden Knight uniform, and it would be in a loss in Montreal, which we don't want to see. So there's a lot happening, and we got to get into this today for about an hour, now about 50 minutes. So give me some inspiration today, or I'll be the inspiration. 702-365-9200. Sound off like you got a pair, and get in here and tell me why the Golden Knights are going to win. 
Who's going to step up? Who's going to score the big goal? How is Leonard going to play in this game? The pressure on DeBoer, maybe to mix the lines up, to do something here, but something's got to happen. Because Vegas has had great, I said this yesterday, in Vegas we've had great monumental historic moments, but most of it isn't in sports, unfortunately. It's in entertainment, right? As we mentioned, Sammy Davis Jr., the Rat Pack, Dean Martin, Elvis, Howard Hughes being here, entertainment, Siegfried and Roy, Danny Gans, man. I only saw Danny Gans once, one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. Right? Then you have all these concerts, all these entertainment uh, opportunities. Tonight I'm going to the grand opening of Resorts World with my wife. I cannot wait for tonight because you know I'm a big proponent of Vegas. And tonight's one of the biggest nights ever in Vegas if it goes right with Resorts World. So we want that to be well. But this Golden Knight thing, this train, has got to continue. And we need it to continue because it's very important that this team doesn't flame out. You get what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? That this team cannot flame out. This team has to be epic tonight. They have to play an unbelievable game. And we have to get fired up and hope that this team can find a way to start fast and finish this game off and come home. Because if they come home, then they're going to win. And then when they get to the Stanley Cup, I think... They're clearly better than the other two teams on the other side, even though Tampa Bay had won the Cup last year. I think Vegas matches up with them well. I cannot believe that Vegas, the Golden Knights, have put themselves in this situation to potentially lose to Montreal, the French Canadians. They weren't very good. They were average at best this year. They were mediocre. And I told you when you were calling and you were saying on Twitter, I like the Knights in four. I like the sweep. I like them in five. I said, stop with that garbage. This is playoff hockey. Guys grow beards. They, they, they grow beards. They hit. They're physical. They dive. They block the puck. They lose teeth. They get stitches on their forehead and nose. You can't start talking sweep like it's a Summerlin South Little League series. This is big-time hockey, and Vegas is getting their ass kicked. They're getting outplayed. They're getting outcoached, period. Mark Stone is the captain of the team. I love Stone. Anybody see him? He looks dead. He looks like he's wearing ankle weights around his skates. Where's my friend Alex Tuck, a guy who flies around? I don't see the speed. Wild Bill Carlson, where are you? The Misfits, Jonathan Marsha Show. Let's go. The guys were great down 0-2 to Colorado, and then they found a way to get it going, and they swept Colorado four games in a row to advance. They read their press clippings. They believed they were the better team, and they got punched in the mouth. They got punched in the mouth so far. But this is a heavyweight fight. And Vegas is only down a little bit on the scorecard. They can come back and win the decision in seven games, and they can win it by knockout if they win this game tonight and get back to the fortress, and then the place of 18,000 explodes, and I think Montreal will look around and say, we're toast. They'll play hard, but I think Vegas will put them down. So game six tonight is game seven. Everything depends on this. A victory tonight could lead to the Stanley Cup, 
which is what this entire city is locked in for. All the hotels and the casinos, everybody who works in this town, everybody who loves VGK, the goal is the Stanley Cup. Well, that goal slips away if they don't win tonight in Montreal. So I need some energy from you. I need the city to react. I need the city to get going here and, and get us going and say that we can win the game. If you don't believe they can win, you're also welcome to call. But I think at this point in time, we got to get people fired up. 702-365-9200. That's all I do. Yes, I, I've been ripping on the, the guy from the A's, but I'm a carnival barker to some extent. I get paid to motivate people and rile them up and get people motivated in life on the radio dial because there's not enough of that. There's too much negativity. There's too much wasteful hours. There's just too many people talking about nothing that has to do with sports. Today is a sports day in this town. Do you freaking get it? Today is what every city dreams of. A sports day in their city that is relevant nationally and globally. We got it. We never had it before other than UNLV basketball. We got it now and we could have it consistently with VGK and the Raider Nation. So let's do it. Let's come together and get people fired up. I think they'll win tonight. I always thought they'd win tonight. They won the last game I told you on the road. But I didn't think they'd get hammered in the last game at home and something was wrong. Mike in Vegas, start us off like I knew you would on what needs to happen tonight for VGK to come home with a win. JT, I am pumped for this game. This is what every sportsman lives for. Game six on the road, Montreal, playing in front of 3,500. It's going to seem like you're playing in front of 18,000 in Montreal with them rabid fans, Canadian hockey fans. Man, we just got to get back to our game, fast game. Can't fall behind. You fall behind, you're chasing the Montreal is a recipe for not success. Montreal is a heavy team. They're going to want you. They're going to get that early goal, block a shot, get the breakaway. They're fast. Cole Caulfield, American-born, playing in Canada. Well, where's Matt Pacioretty? He's going to show up tonight. We need that first line to come out firing. You know, we lose a little bit tonight because we lose the line matches. So we're going to have to put our first line against their first line. We had a big chance the other night in Game 5 but we put our third line versus their first line to try to shake it up. They were off the other night, JT. I don't know what it was. Couldn't get the four-check going. Once we fell down 2 nothing, they gave up. We can't give up tonight. Mark Stone's got a back check. He didn't back check the other night. First time I've ever seen him in a night's uniform not work. I'm fired up, JT. I think we're going to win. Mike, where's the speed? Mike, what happened? You you play hockey, you coach hockey. Where's the speed? How do they get the speed back? How do they get up uh, this morning and get the speed? Their legs going again. How do they do it? We got to break the press. They're pressing us. 2 1 2. They're just holding us in, not letting us. We can't just a dump and chase. Doesn't work for this Montreal. They're heavy. They're going to knock us down. We got to come up through that neutral zone. We got to win the neutral zone battle. Got to compete in the neutral zone tonight. We win the neutral zone. We win the game. Knights in seven. Thank you. There you go. Mikey starts it off. Good guy. Good guy. You know, I guess my friends call more than other people. I don't know. Maybe I should have a friend's hotline and a stranger hotline because I'd like to hear from some strangers today other than my friends and guys I know who are listening to the show. Let's go. That's a great phone call to start us off. Outstanding. 702-365-9200. He talked about winning the neutral ice 
you got to get a couple of fast breaks. You just can't dump the puck in and watch Montreal clear it. And, yeah, when Montreal blocks a Golden Knight shot at the point, they go the other way, two-on-one, and they're in trouble. And Robin Leonard, all points that he's going to play tonight, Leonard had a great game. He's got to stand on his head again. There's another thing I got right as people question me. I told you in order to win the Cup, you're going to have to play two goalies. And as of today, Marc-Andre Fleury played poorly enough. He wasn't awful, but he played poorly enough to possibly not play tonight. So you don't have a backup. Vegas has got a really good backup. He's not a backup. He's a franchise player in Robin Leonard. He's going to have to play great tonight. So, again, let's get fired up. Follow up the energy of that first call, 702-365-9200. Let's get a Golden Knight fan or two to get going before we get into some different content the next hour. I cleared everything out in the first hour to go VGK. Do not embarrass me and disappoint me in this town where I know there are hockey fans. When I go get gas, when I go around town, when I go out, all I do is see hockey fans. Let's get going. Here's Peter DeBoer on the key to the game tonight, game six in Montreal. Well, I think just do what we've done all year, which is, uh, you know, rely on our uh, foundation and our principles and, you know, don't get impatient and don't get outside our structure. I think, uh, you know, we fell behind last game and kind of self-imploded after that. So lesson learned. Uh, I'm sure we'll be better tonight. I think that Peter DeBoer, and he's won a lot of game sevens. This is a game six. Uh, DeBoer is very good. I think, at keeping the team calm. That's what I like about DeBoer. You know, there are some critics of him, but I notice that every head coach in hockey, all all there are are critics. That's why hockey coaches never buy houses they rent because even if they go to the playoffs and deep, they could get fired. It's a very tough job to have because you're always looking over your shoulder and everybody blames the head coach. I think DeBoer's done a wonderful job with this franchise. The players respect him. He knows how to get him up again. He has to do it in this situation. And he does have a bit of a goalie controversy if all indications are first on the ice tonight, Leonard. Leonard's going to be the starter. What about the goaltenders tonight? There's no, there's no sugarcoating the importance of goaltending when you look uh, around the league and at the series and at the teams that are still left standing. So, but it's definitely not all on goaltending. We can't, we can't expect whoever we play tonight to stand on his head and stop 50 here, but... Uh, you know, we uh, if, if Price is better than significantly better than our guy, you know, it, it's going to be hard to win. Yeah, it will be hard to win because Price is good enough. He's a big goalie. He, he's the type of guy that could have the game of his life and you're done. So even if Vegas plays really well tonight, if the goalie for Montreal stands on his head, that could be a really big problem. So DeBoer was asked, how is he going to coach in an elimination game, what he's facing tonight on the road? It's not so hostile of an environment, though. You don't point out the obvious. That's the, the end game is what you're pointing out. You know, for me, it's the steps. How do we, how do we get the result we want? It's the, the steps and the, and the detail uh, between where we are now and, and, and getting that result. Um, you know, and there's always little things we can do better, obviously, uh, a lot of little things we can do better than we did last game. So that, that's where we concentrate our effort. Yeah, I think he's the coach to get it done. I, I think he is the coach to get it done. I think the team is going to be ready. I think the team's going to play better desperate. I think they're going to be playing better desperately tonight. The only concern I have, and I want to get that in the monologue, I got to get this in the monologue. 
The thing that makes me nervous for tonight are the refs because I believe the way that Montreal has been whining this whole series about penalties that weren't called, the referees know that. And I expect if Vegas is violent on a cross-check, if Vegas is involved with interference, if Vegas slashes, right? You know, they tend to slash, slashing off a face-off, which was a big topic in the last series. I think that Vegas is going to go to the penalty box. And in regards to the Vegas Golden Knights on the power play, they've been god-awful. The power play is atrocious. So I hope that DeBoer mixes it up tonight, changes up something, takes chances, and just tries to get this team going. Because I know I'm trying like hell to get this team going today. And I hope we get some response from some fans here as we open up the show. 702-365-9200 on Twitter, at JT the Brick. Kevin Bollinger will join us. From Fox 5 coming up in a bit, we'll get his opinion on what has to happen in this game. And a lot of X's and O's. If you're a fan of this team, what do you think has to be the key tonight? I'm looking for one key for Vegas just to get the hell out of Montreal and not have to go back. Win this game tonight and not go back to Montreal. And we're teaming up for excellence with Remy Martin and doing our job here. So what will be a long day in sports today, unwind tonight. I'll be doing that at the grand opening of Resorts World, and I'll have a Remy Martin cognac. Hopefully my mood will be good because Vegas has won, and I'll have a Remy Martin XO Neat or a Remy 1738. There is no other team that I want to team up with other than Remy Martin's line of cognacs. Remy Martin, team up for excellence. Let's go. Let's wake this place up. It is not where I need it to be at 20 minutes past the hour. Let's go. I'm ready. VGK. Everything we stand for with hockey in this town could go away in 24 hours. I want it here for another two weeks. 702-365-9200. Sports director from Fox 5, Kevin Bollinger. We have Steph McKenzie, Bob Arum the Hall of Famer, and John Sassenti in the second hour of the show. That's all I got. I don't got much of nothing else. And I'm happy I don't. Because if you're not talking hockey today on the radio, you shouldn't be on the radio in Vegas. Okay? I'll take my program director hat off and get back to work right here on the flagship of the Raiders. Goes behind the goal, waggles out and shoots, knocked down in front, Waugh stopped, another try, he scores! Nicholas Waugh in overtime! He waited and lifted it over the fallen Carey Price. Nick Waugh wins it for Vegas at OT. Two to one, the Knights win it, and they tie the series two and two. Good win, Dan Duva on the call, but I don't want to see another game like that. I don't want to see another heart attack game tonight where... It goes to overtime, and Vegas is trailing the whole bleeping game. JT, back with you, brought to you by Sam and Ash, SamandAshLaw.com, because you deserve what's right. We're looking for Vegas Golden Knight fans for 30 more minutes. I set the bar really low today, really low, to try to get some hockey fans in here to, to pick this town up. Let's raise the bar and get it going. 702-365-9200. Biggest game in the history of the franchise because... This is the most expensive roster with the best players they had, including 
year one when they went to the Stanley Cup final. It's a better team, more money, better veterans. Petrangelo, Stone, I mean, come on, Robin Leonard, you know, the two goalies. It's obvious this is a better team. They cannot get beat tonight. Kevin Bollinger joins us, sports director at Fox 5 here in Vegas. And, Kevin, first off, uh, some protocol. I know you or Vince would be at the game. How complicated was this Canadian protocol? Well, it made life, uh, you know, pretty uh, miserable for us because uh, we aren't able to travel up to Montreal for the series. No local media was. Uh, The Canadian uh, government would not give an essential worker uh, pass to the the local media covering the series and said that uh, if we came in, we would have to quarantine for 14 days, which means we would miss the entire series. So, uh, there was no way that we could go, and that extended to everybody uh, outside of the teams and uh, the national rights holders from, from NBC who are broadcasting the game. So even uh, Emily Kaplan, the great uh, hockey writer for ESPN uh, and broadcaster, uh, is in Las Vegas for the entire series because she's not able to get into Montreal as well. So uh, a little bit different covering a huge playoff series uh, that's uh, you know so many miles away and not being there in person, but uh, we're doing the best we can to, to get everybody up to speed with everything that we can find out. Yeah, you guys do an unbelievable job. Kevin Bollinger joins us. Kevin, what happened in Game 5 with this team? The, the ice was set for them to come out and take advantage of home ice, and then this would be an elimination game possibly for Montreal. Another slow start, trailing early. What would you see from the press box? I saw zero urgency from this team from the drop of the puck. Uh, they, they they didn't play that bad the first few shifts, and then they got on the power play early on in the first period, and they're over 13 on the power play in this series, and it just sucked the life out of the team when they were unsuccessful again. And after that, they, there was no pop in, in that team at all. There was zero lack of urgency. They got outplayed. They got outworked by Montreal. And, uh, you know, an inexcusable performance with the stakes so high. Kevin, you've covered this team since the beginning of their existence. It, it seems like when their back is up against the wall, it's never a problem, their energy, their passion, and the ability to play hard. So I'm assuming that's not a concern for you tonight in Montreal unless you think they're gassed and out of energy after a really long season. Uh, this is a veteran group. I think that uh, they're going to uh, rally the troops and come out uh, and play with that concerted effort right from the get-go. All series long, the talk has been we need to get to a fast start. They really haven't done it. That's Montreal's uh, thing that they've done done well so far this entire postseason. Uh, but I think that, that you'll see a different Golden Knights team right from the jump today uh, because these guys get it. I mean, you're this close to, to winning the most you know prized thing that you can, can get in the sport that they've dreamed about since they were kids uh, skating on on the frozen ponds in their backyards. Uh, and they know that if they can win this game in Montreal tonight, they get to go home to a Game 7 in T-Mobile Arena, which is what they earned by playing so well during the regular season. So I, I expect a top-notch effort. Uh, they've come back, as you said, uh, with their backs against the wall and played good hockey when they needed to. And I think you'll see it tonight, and it's time for – uh, the top two lines, the top six forwards to step up and start scoring uh, because, you know, they're, they're going to have to put the puck in the net if they're going to have any chance. Kevin Bollinger joins us, sports director at Fox 5 TV here in Vegas, also covers the Raiders. Before I get to the Raiders, one more thing on VGK. 
know, the lines, I think DeBoer's job is to mix and match lines and do some things. You don't have that advantage in Montreal with the line change. But I'll tell you this, I think the leadership has got to be outstanding tonight. And that is Petrangelo and Stone. And Stone has disappeared as Petrangelo played really well on the back end of that Colorado series and played well at times in Montreal. How, why is Stone struggling so much? Because it looks like he's, he's slowed down, he's getting double teamed, and almost frustrated because I, this doesn't look like the Mark Stone that we've been covering all season long. Well, Montreal is doing to Vegas's top line what Vegas did to Nathan McKinnon and Colorado's top line in the previous round. Uh, they've been physical and chippy with Max Pacioretty, trying to take him out of his game. Mark Stone does look a little step slower. He, he may have been uh, a little gassed in, in the last game as well. But give Montreal some credit. They've been doing a lot of really good things to try and neutralize uh, that line and say somebody else is going to beat us. And so far, they have 11 goals in the series. Seven have come from defensemen. Uh, you mentioned Petrangelo. He's been there and done that before when he was with St. Louis. And, uh, you know, maybe a good sign for the Golden Knights. In elimination games, uh, Petrangelo has a point, at least one point, in six of the last seven that he's played in. He steps up when, when the time is at its biggest, and I expect to see Petrangelo and Mark Stone step up as well tonight. He's a captain for a reason. Mark Stone I think is going to uh, get these guys uh, in the locker room ready, and then he's going to come out and lead by example on the ice tonight. Wrapping it up with Kevin Bollinger joins us from Fox 5. All right, uh, if if the Golden Knights weren't playing or if they were eliminated, I would be talking about Carl Nassib all week, the announcement that he's gay. It's a global story. Not only did you handle that as sports director on Fox 5, but everybody covered it nationally on Fox News, all Fox affiliates. From your perspective inside the newsroom, how big of a story was this all week? Well, it was a big story, and I agree with the narrative that we've kind of seen through tweets and, and reaction on social media that, uh, you know, it's a shame that at this point of where we are in 2021 that it is still a big story. Uh, but the fact that he's the first uh, active NFL player to come out as gay uh, is, is a big story, and I don't think that there's going to be uh, any issues for Carl Massive within the Raiders locker room whatsoever. Uh, mm-hmm. They're a family. They want to win. They know that he, that he can help them win. And I, uh, you know, I, I see where he is the top selling jersey here in the last couple of days since the announcement. And, uh, you know, maybe that's a, a, a sign that mm-hmm. maybe there's going to be a little more acceptance uh, within the sports fan realm as well. I know there was no doubt that there was not going to be issues in the locker room, uh, but but I think that uh, you know the fact that his jersey's selling so well, maybe uh, he'll get uh, acceptance across the board. Absolutely, Kevin. I hope to see you Saturday night at T-Mobile, uh, coming off a win tonight. Thanks so much for checking in. All right, you got it. Thanks, JT. Kevin Bollinger, sports director, Fox Five. I opened up the show and I called out for leadership and people to call in who had energy. No one has more energy. He just finished MC in the top-ranked press conference. He is the crowd voice of the Vegas Golden Knights who gets everyone going inside the fortress. My buddy Mark Chinook joins us. And Mark, big one, I wish we could send you and your microphone out to Montreal to get us going, but we got to wait for Saturday night. How are you? 
Hey, man, thanks so much for having me on. It's an exciting, uh, an exciting day. You know, we're all rooting for a, for a Game 7, so let's hope the boys can pull it off tonight. What happened in Game 5 from your perspective? You had the crowd going. The crowd was on their feet. Everybody was talking about it. And then early on, got to give Montreal credit, the first period has been their period. Yeah, they're just a great defensive team. Uh, they shut down the neutral zone probably better than anybody in the league. And it's apparent, you know, it's, uh, it's having an effect on our guys. But at the end of the day, this is, uh, this is what we, we get out of bed for. And we got to find a way to beat them. And, I, you know, hopefully our guys can, can figure it out in Montreal tonight and come home for a Game 7 Saturday. Mark Chinook joins us. You saw it when it was at 50% capacity. Now it's 100% capacity and deep in the playoffs. What has blown you away over the last week or so about these Golden Knight fans showing up at T-Mobile? You know, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread for Las Vegas. Hockey fans are nuts. And uh, to have a, a full building, full capacity, semifinals of the Stanley Cup, you couldn't ask for anything better. Uh, truly a great fan base. And I think it's something that the rest of the nation really doesn't understand. You know, we get the, hey, do you live in the hotel on the strip mentality all the time and you know, people forget that there are, you know, two and a half million people in Vegas. And not only two and a half million people in Vegas, there's a lot of Canadians who have relocated to, to Las mm-hmm. Vegas who are now uh, Vegas Golden Knight fans. And uh, it's been a historic ride the four years we've been around. And it's not going to stop anytime soon. The core is, is, is there, an incredible team that's been built. And, again, they have, they have an entire state behind them. Uh, for tonight's game, and we just got to go go into Montreal and take care of business and come back Saturday night for a seven. All right, we have Bob Aramon in about an hour. What was the Lomachenko press conference like weigh in? Uh, tell me about the atmosphere, another big fight night coming up Saturday night at Virgin Hotels. Yeah, it's been unbelievable here at the Virgin the last couple of weekends. What a beautiful property, first of all, a great new addition to Las Vegas, and then to have top rank here for you know, three straight weekends in June to launch the property has been unreal. Saturday night is, is going to be fireworks in the ring. You know, Loma Lopez fight, uh, you know, it, it was an unbelievable fight. Loma obviously didn't get the decision. And here he is coming back, his first fight since the loss, and he's going to fight uh, Nakatani, which is, you know, it, most people after a loss want to get back in the ring and, and just sort of get that rust off. And this, this is not an easy fight. And it's going to be an, a war. Um, he is a big guy at lightweight, Nakatani, you know, and, and Loma has, has got his work cut out for him. But that just shows you the kind of fighter Vasily Lomachenko is and what he brings to the sport of boxing. It's, hey, put me in there with the best and let's get back to work. Saturday night's going to be outstanding, and I'm, I'm glad you have Bob on later this afternoon. Well, you're the busiest guy in town. You do a lot of great things in this city. You motivate people. People get inspired by you. So, Thanks for listening to the show, and thanks for calling in. Have a great weekend, great promotion. It seems like, I'm not going to ask you this, but it seems like you might have a scheduling conflict coming up here. This could be one big weekend here in Vegas. I'll take that scheduling conflict, man. Let's go night. Let's yes. go to Montreal tonight. Let's win game six. Let's do it. You're the best. Take care. There he is, thanks Mark Chinook. Thanks for, you got it, buddy. Take care. There he is, Mark Chinook. He's fantastic. When he grabs that microphone before a Golden Knights game and gets everyone on his feet, and then, you know, Monday's dark, what he's done in this community to raise money and try to help all the entertainers who are out of work. I mean, incredible. And then 
you know, he's the ring guy now for top rank. He's the guy in the ring introducing the boxers, reading the decisions and the judges' scorecards. Great guy, well-deserved. Mark Chinook, appreciate him being a friend and listening to the show. Are you listening to the show? Is there anybody else out there other than Kevin Bollinger and Mark Chinook? Are we ready to talk about the Golden Knights here? Let's get some fans fired up. I'm not giving away cheeseburgers or pretzels or hats. I'm just looking for fans who are excited like me. I got 20 minutes to talk about this or so. Let's get a Golden Knight fan in here. 702-365-9200, the Henderson Hyundai Superstore. Another proud partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. Stress-free buying. Buying a new car is as easy as buying an iPhone. You don't even have to leave your home. They'll deliver it. They'll deliver it to you. You can buy it off your phone. The Henderson Hyundai Superstore, Boulder Highway in Henderson. They have the super deals you're looking for. And that whole team, Frank and his staff, will be watching tonight this game in Montreal. Smith and Marcia so buzzing in front. Marcia so hat trick. Golden Knights take a three-goal lead. Smith set it up across the crease. Marcia so delivers a playoff hat trick. And the Golden Knights on top of the abs. Four to one in game four. Turn it up, Bobby. I met my wife at a Rolling Stones concert at the Hard Rock, which is now Virgin Hotels. So that was the biggest arc in my life. Forget about radio. My kids aren't born if I don't see the Rolling Stones in Vegas. So that gets me energy. Uh, looking for the energy of Vegas today. Not getting it to the level that I like. So I'm punting on this Vegas Golden Knight thing at the top of the hour. Unless we can keep this thing moving. Let's go. Today I wish I was hosting a local show in Montreal. I actually do. Because here in Vegas, we got the Golden Knight fans. And I'm, on, I'm out on a limb and that limb's breaking here. Am I the only guy in this freak? Hey, Bobby, am I the only guy in this city that thinks they can win this game tonight or what? Uh, What are we going to go head on over to the Aviators and UNLV Volleyball after this? What's going on here? There's a few people that think that they can win tonight. But you know what they got to do? I'll tell you right now, they got to score a power play goal, man. 0 for 18 is pathetic. That's what's killing them right there. So you run the broadcast. You're telling me 18 times you got the cue. That there'd be a power play and they haven't scored. Not once in this series. Oh my and, and it was, god! And it was just as bad in the last series. And they got—they're a good pay, they're a good penalty kill team, but yes. when it comes to scoring, they just can't do it. Nothing out of Stone. Nothing out of Pacioretty. Nothing out of Marsha Show. I don't think they mentioned Riley Smith's name twice the last broadcast. Yeah, you know, these are the guys that got to yeah. score. You know, sometimes goal scorers can't score for obvious reasons they're getting doubled or the defense is so heavy on the back end that it just doesn't give a lot of opportunities remember in baseball you know there are times where Mike Trout goes a week or two because he doesn't hit a home run because he doesn't get a pitch to hit everyone throws the ball outside they walk them they don't want to have anything to do with them and what's interesting here is you got six or seven goal scorers on Vegas who got squat up mm-hmm. on the stat sheet. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And these are guys who have all been paid by Bill Foley. Look right? Up. They've been paid an enormous amount of money to score in the playoffs. And look, it's not because they're not trying. These are great. I think they're elite players. They're very good goal scorers. They have a track record of scoring, you know, a decent amount of goals. 
They're just running into a defensive-oriented team with a really good goaltender. I need to hear Theodore's name mentioned tonight. I need to hear Alex Tuck's name mentioned tonight. Yes. These are the guys that got to come through. If you're going to sit back and wait for Yanmark and Marois to get your, to get your goals, you're dead. Especially yeah, in Montreal right in the that. playoffs, man. That's not going to work. Yeah, I didn't think Montreal would. I, I thought Vegas would win this series, but I didn't think it would be this difficult. And now it's an absolute panic. Absolute panic attack. And that's the type of radio I do. I do panic radio. That's what I think I do well. Sense of urgency, nervous as crap. What happens if they get eliminated? I'm going to be over at Resorts World tonight with the game on when it opens up and the crowd's going to get in there later tonight, and it's going to be a big deal. This town, think about what Thursday, Friday, Saturday night looked like with the Golden Knights playing in a Game 7. Think of that. And I know the fans listening in other markets are like, what are you talking about, JT? We don't care. I care. This is my show. I, I cover the Golden Knights. Ashley joins us. She calls in. She heard me. And she's calling in from Salmon Ash Law. Salmon Ash Law because you deserve what's right. You get it, Ashley. We go to games together. This is a big one tonight. Oh, it's such a big one, JT, but we've got it. Whoa, so you're confident. I love it. Why are you so confident? You're feeling good. I'm feeling good. We've um, played poorly, but, you know, our team has stepped up in every other series leading up to this one, and I don't think it's going to be any different. We're up to the task. Yeah, this was the last game that we went to together where they won in the playoffs. Excited. The crowd exploded. The crowd was into it. That last game, you know, losing the way they did, even though the crowd was into it pregame, it was awful quiet. A lot of the air was taken out of T-Mobile. Yeah, I actually think a lot of the regular fans stayed home. They thought we had it in the bag, and they're regretting not going. And uh, so I'm excited. We're going to take care of it up in Canada. We're going to bring it back for a Game 7 and and do what we have to do. Got to ask you one more hockey question, and I appreciate you calling in here, Sam and Ash, because you deserve what's right. Go to the website, SamAndAshLaw.com. Leonard, looks like Leonard's going to play tonight over Flurry. I think it's the right move. I'm a big flurry guy. He hasn't looked sharp in the series. Leonard looked really good in that last game. Yeah, I'm with you, JT. I, I'm a huge flurry fan. He's gotten us to this point, but right now he looks tired. Um, some pucks that normally you'd expect him to save is slip past, so I'm confident. And Leonard looks really sharp the other day, so I'm confident we got it. All right, I want you to put your legal hat on, which is always on. It's drizzling and raining. I can, I can <laughs> document it. My pool guy was sitting on my chair because he had to get out of the rain today in my backyard. <laughs> what does that do to accidents? Is that a myth when people say this? Well, you know, all the grease and all the oil on the roads, it rains a little bit, it rises up, and there are accidents. Is that a myth or is there truth to that? It's not a myth. It's very much true. Um, The roadways, without a lot of rain and water cleaning them off regularly, they collect uh, oil and and liquids like that. So when we get a light drizzle, it all comes to the surface, and it makes the the ground extra slick, and your braking distance increases significantly. So reduce your speed so you have enough time to stop for the car in front of you. A lot of rear-end accidents a lot of rear-end accidents, especially when weather comes into play. If you're the victim of a rear-end accident, someone just plows in behind you or tries to stop and they hit your car, you feel something wrong in your back initially, what's the protocol? What do you do? One, make sure you get yourself to safety. But my biggest pro tip for anyone and everyone is take photos of not only your own vehicle's damage, but the other car's damage. Because the way our cars are 
designed as your own vehicle may not show the extreme brunt of the impact that you took, but the other car will. So even though you're worried about your own damage and making sure that gets fixed and repaired, um, be sure to capture photos of the other car and their license plates so you can make sure that their insurance company will cover your damages when you need it. Ashley from Salmon Ash, SalmonAshLaw.com, 702-820-1234. Drinks on me. You heard me screaming at the top of the show. You knew you were going to call in. You knew I was looking for energy today, and you answered. Thank you. Where are you watching the game tonight? What are you doing? Oh, I think I'm going to have some friends over at my place. Watch from the comfort of my couch so I can be as loud as I need to be without any Habs fans in my vicinity. I can't risk it. Text me right after the victory. I'll talk to you and we'll connect. All right, perfect. Bye, JT, and go night. Yeah, there she is. Look at Ashley. It's again, three of my friends called in. They heard me open up the show just whining, whining about the Golden Knights. Kevin Bollinger, Mark Chinook, Ashley from Sam and Ash. Great job. Appreciate that. That's all I asked for, someone to match my energy. Jason in Vegas. Big game tonight, Jason. How do you got it? I think we got it. I, I, I think think uh, Leonard and that's a good uh, good option. Uh, Leonard played phenomenal the last game, so why not let him try it again? You know, Flurry does look a little tired, but we got to get we got to get better. Oh, we we cannot do anything in our uh, offensive zone, and that is that's got to change. You know, I think maybe if they if they can throw it back up to the point and then they can get a slap shot in or a one timer in and, and, and be able to get off the off the puck off the bag, get a a good rebound or something. I think that's all we got to do, man. I mean, I, I don't think us just driving to the net is doing it as well as they, as they as they could because they just have the D, man. They're they're shutting us down. So I I think we if we can throw some point shots, I think we can get this with the with the rebound and whatnot. So oh, I, I think we got this game. I don't see I don't see why we can't win this game. They got the they got the city behind them. They know that and they know what they what's on the line. And I think I think this is the best time for them to show what they got. Yep, appreciate it. Thanks for checking in. Thanks, Jason. I, I really believe that this team will give their best effort tonight. I have no con- I have no doubt that they're not going to have great. They're going to have great effort tonight. Great effort tonight. I really do. Every time the Raiders play a football game and they lost last year, some say collapsed in the second half. They played hard. I was in the building for every home game. They played hard. They just didn't have a good enough team. They didn't have a good enough defense. But Gruden had them playing hard every game. It was never an accusation that the Raiders didn't play hard. Vegas in this last game, they're called out for not playing hard. They didn't look like they were the right team. Jerry in Vegas. Thanks for calling, Jerry. What do you got for me? Go. Jerry, are you there? Go ahead. I'm here. You got me? Go ahead, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. No, huge night for us. We can't let them score first. We have to match the energy that they're going to have. We cannot let them get a lead because they are so good defensively. But we're going to get this done. We're going to have game seven. And you know what that means when it's game seven here. We can't lose it. I mean, we can, but we're not going to. we got to get this done, bring the cup home to Las Vegas on Las Vegas Boulevard. We're going to have a parade. We're going to rent a limo. We're going to get it all done tonight. Thank you. Appreciate the call. I'll be traveling a little bit in the rest of the month. I'm pulling the plug. Well, wife's pulling the plug on me. And uh, I'm going to be out of here for a little bit, and I hope that I'm here for a parade or a Stanley Cup game. 
See, Bobby, glasses half full, JT, after the last 20 minutes. It started off glasses half empty, JT, and it moved. And you know why my glass is half full? Because in an hour, I'm going to start drinking Modelo, our beer partner here, the official cerveza of the Las Vegas Raiders. You know my last show of the week. I have a bucket of Modelo's on ice waiting for me. 